I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Ugly faces got to go. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast, border to border, and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Coming to you from the back room with Dominic. He's got his mask on. It's a werewolf mask. Bought it in Hollywood. Uh, I'm going maskless. I know. Rick, even though you're fully vaxxed, the Delta variant, I know, but I can't talk through a mask into a mask. What do you want? What do you want from me, people? Can I get a little more audio there, Dominic? There it is. A little more, a little more. A little. Oh, there we are right there. Remember one time I put my headset down, and the next guy coming in, 95.7, this guy Joe Fortenbaugh, works for ESPN now, and he put on the headset. He was like, damn, you're going deaf. I know. Too much rock and roll, man. All right, hey, guess what? This Monday is wide open. I got the first hour here in the broom closet, then I'll get back in the studio. It doesn't matter to you. You can call me up all three hours at 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. Get you in and get you heard. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, put a trailer ball, chess checkers, rugby, cricket, that type of stuff. We'll do it together at the toll-free line. 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. I think I got that in your head. Good. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app. Around the world on AFN. That is the American Forces Radio Network. Wasn't it called Armed Forces Radio? It was, but you know, it's a it's sort of like the Secretary of Defense. It was always the Secretary of War, but that sounded too aggressive. You know, you guys think it'd be better if we just call them. It's too aggro. Why don't we just call them the Secretary of Defense? So anyway, the American Forces Radio Network. I bow down. Um, we have only one guest today as a film director, so I said it's a good time for you to uh, chime in. And uh, your football teams, how are we looking? Getting ready for opening weekend in the NFL and Major League Baseball, everything else. Come on back. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Oh, 
Ready for an oil change? Visit the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts to get everything you need. Right now, get five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil for just $28.95 and earn double O rewards points with your purchase. Protect your engine against sludge and wear with Mobile One full synthetic motor oil. On sale now at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free Page Publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. So a friend told me about Mr. Clean Magic Eraser, and his exact words were, it changed my life. I used to spend a ridiculous amount of time trying to remove tomato sauce from inside our microwave and soap scum off the bathtub. It's like seriously magic, and my secret weapon for cleaning the kitchen, bathroom, doors and walls, and even keeping my sneakers clean. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser. Greatest invention ever. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser, the unicorn of cleaning. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. All right, thank you for that, and welcome back to the program. Rick Tittle with you, sports talk in its most pure and unadulterated form. It's a person on a microphone and a person on a phone. I ain't calling you. Well, somebody might. Anyway, if not, just sit back and relax, man. That's all you got to do. <clears throat> That's all you got to got to do. Um, I always think it's funny when they say this day in sports and I saw one yesterday. It was like on this day in 1996, 
David Arias hit his first major league home run, uh, traded the Twins, acquired him from the Seattle Mariners. And, of course, he later became David Ortiz, or is also known as a big poppy, <clears throat> right? Um, but baseball, to me, when I think about all of our sports, it's the one that we have the most uh, reverence for. And, you know, and if you're a big Poppy fan, and I'm not, but if you're a big Poppy fan, you look back and you're like, oh, wow, what a what a wacky road it was. The funny thing, too, was <clears throat> was that when he left the Twins is because he had been released. Uh, they just didn't care for him anymore. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and look, you could go back and say, what were you thinking? But um, yesterday for me, when it comes to baseball, <clears throat> my Oakland A's have been reeling. And they had um, lost, I think it was 8 of 11, and they were starting to go down the drain. And the hottest team in baseball came into Oakland for a four-game set, the New York Yankees. Uh, the Yankees won the first two. <clears throat> the A's got off to a 3 nothing lead on Saturday. Would they be able to hold on? They barely did. Sergio Romo giving up two runs in the ninth, but they were able to bring it home. And then yesterday, it was a 4 o'clock start, <clears throat> excuse me, because it was going to be on uh, ESPN. Sunday Night Baseball, Matt Vaskurgeon, who's from the East Bay and who's an A's fan. And um, it was uh, tied 1-1 late. I was actually watching the game. And uh, Canna with a uh, two-out double. And then Tony Kemp, of all people, first pitch home run. He said, uh, I was as surprised as anybody. <laughs> um, and <clears throat> so the A's, with uh, Chafe and Kenny Powers on the hill, were able to close it out. And so now the they gained a half a game on, uh, on uh, Boston. And, of course, New York is ahead of them. If New York had swept that, they would have been four and a half games ahead of the A's in the wild card. Now they're only um, two and a half. I should say Boston is two and a half. The Yankees right now are four and a half. They would have been six and a half. So the Yankees are four and a half. Boston is two and a half. And then Seattle is two games behind the A's. And then within touching distance is Toronto at five and a half. Don't count out the Blue Jays. They're seven games over 500. They got a lot of firepower. The teams you can start counting out, <clears throat> unless they get piping hot, would be a team like, uh, I say teams, really one, Cleveland. But Cleveland, the thing, when you look at Cleveland, you go, oh, we're only nine out of the wild card. If it was you in a vacuum, you might be able to say, how can we make that up? If you were just playing like NL teams, but you have to look at the teams ahead of you. First of all, you have to be better than either the Yankees or the Red Sox. You say, well, we have to get over Toronto, then we got to climb over Seattle, then we got to climb over Oakland. That's hard enough. You got to be better than Toronto, Seattle, and Oakland. Okay? Is that possible? I, I guess uh, mathematically it is, but then you got to be better than either Boston or the Yankees because Tampa Bay is going to win the East. And so that's why I just think that if you're 500, as uh, you know, we only have a couple days left in August. If you're 500 right now, you would have to go on some epic thing where you would only be able to lose like five games the rest of the year, and I don't I don't see that happening <clears throat> for Cleveland. 
So, um, you know, it was a bitter pill for the A's over the weekend, uh, actually for the last fortnight, really, but they were able to win the last two. And there are a lot of A's fans who feel that the A's don't get a lot of love and wasn't it great to beat them, the Yankees, on their own network. Uh, the Yes Network is actually the Yankees Network, but I know how you feel. Uh, the thing is, <clears throat> it's sort of like I like Bill Burr's reaction when he was on Colin Cowherd and he said, uh, you know, uh, Philadelphia and Boston guys, you always feel inferior to New York. And he goes, shut up. He goes, I never once looked at the John Hancock building and thought, oh, I wish it was the Empire State Building. It's the same thing for me is that uh, I, I never once have felt inferior because I'm not from San Francisco. And I think that's an adage that people have sort of bought into. And when I was growing up, the Niners were the worst team in football. They were in everybody else's highlights. The uh, the Giants, you know, Joe Morgan would hit a home run to hurt the Dodgers, but they weren't doing anything. And so to say, oh, we feel unfair, it's just this thing that's this adage. The thing that I think is, is the most hilarious is when people I know move to San Francisco and then pretend like they're not from the East Bay. <laughs> and I had a friend, she had a Jeep with a A's bumper sticker on it, and then she put a Giants one over it. And I'm like, what are you doing? You can root for both teams. She goes, I don't want anybody to know I'm from the East Bay. I'm like, oh, no. But my favorite was this highly successful businesswoman that I know who's from Lafayette. To me, there's nothing wrong with Lafayette. It's not Paris, France, but it's not Skid Row. Pretty nice place, whatever. And she's lived in San Francisco for like 30 years, but she just and and she lives like in the western edition and there's huge piles of trash outside the street they got homeless people knocking on her door she's a great house but homeless people knocking on her door there's sirens all night i'm like look it's cool man you you can walk to hayes valley you can do a lot of cool stuff but she always talks about oh don't don't ever mention where i'm from i just i'm like okay whatever 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 thing you want to identify with uh, that's fine but the, the whole adage that these A's fans have of just like, ESPN didn't show our highlights. They only want the Red Sox and the Yankees. Like, yeah, they're, they're about ratings. And this isn't some sort of state-sponsored. This isn't NPR. You know, this is they know the most eyeballs are going to be on these games that they really pump up, right? And so maybe it's because I saw with my own eyes – my team go to six World Series and win four. Now it's been a long time. It's been donkey's years, as they say in England. But because I have that as my base, my foundation, I've never felt like, oh, ESPN, please. And even when I was doing A's pre and post for parts of nine seasons, somebody would inevitably call me at least once a week and say, that great victory we had last night, yeah. ESPN, that was like the 17th highlight. Yeah. Why do you need them to kiss your butt? I, I don't get it. I, I, ne- I, I never will get it. You think, oh, it's disrespectful. If you love the team, then it's, it's just sort of like when, like, oh, you, how many people were at that game last night? I don't know, 8,000? Oh, you're being honest. They announced 14. Yeah, they announced 14. That's 14 paid, but there's probably like 8,000 people there. <laughs> That's embarrassing. Well, for you, I don't really care. My favorite one is like, especially when the Raiders would continue to suck for decades and people say, how can you root for that team? 
I'm like, okay, so I'm only supposed to root for a team that wins? What do you mean, how can I root for my team? That te- it's because it's my team. And when someone asks you that question, then you know they have no idea what sports is. It's like, okay, who's winning? Ooh, the Dodgers have been really good lately. Oh, I gotta be. I would be stupid not to be a Dodger fan. There are people out there like that. But anyway, so uh, the A's had been uh, been taken behind the shed. It was nice to get out and, and winning on national TV against the Yankees. That's always kind of fun too. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Get on in at one eight hundred eight seven eight play. Ich lieb dich nun mal, jeden Berg, jedes Tal, Heimatland, du mein schönes Pfälzerland. Come on, you watch the news, be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you with the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Are you 60-plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low-Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 
That's 800-846-2153. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Oh, thank you for that. Uh, the one and only guest today, Andrew Cicerone. Rick, I say Cicerone. Uh, he has a new movie. He'll be coming up in the next segment. The lines are available at 1 800. 1040. Sorry, I thought 940. 1040. 1040, good buddy. Can I get a little more audio there? I'm starting to go deaf again. 1 800. There you go. Thank you. Uh, in the uh, back closet with uh, Dominic Jimenez. So, no, this whole hour is open lines if you want to get in. <clears throat> I was talking to uh, a, a Giants fan uh, yesterday, and I'm big into jinxes. I think jinxes are living, breathing entities. I think they can mow your lawn if you give them the lawnmower. I think if you give them your ID, they could go down to the bank and cash your check. That's how real jinxes are. But I actually said, I said, when the Giants make, and he's like, well, Giants, you mean if the Giants make the playoffs? And I said, okay, you're right, if. But let me put it to you this way, as the best team in baseball, the Giants have a 15-and-a-half game lead over the uh, second wild card or to drop out of the wild card race with Cincinnati. And it's actually the same as it is with the Padres, who are 15 and a half games back. The Padres are uh, about two games behind the Reds right now, or a game and a half. Cincinnati, very surprising, as are the Giants, obviously. If the Giants were a wild card, I would say, wow, that's surprising. The fact that they're the best team in baseball, I don't have a word for it. But they're on pace to have one of their best seasons all time. They're on pace uh, for well over 100 wins. Uh, So, yes, could the Giants drop 16 games in the standings? Now, that would also require the schmucks that are behind them to win, win, win. So even if the Giants went into the toilet, they would need other teams to simultaneously at least take a dip now and then in that same toilet right now. But if you talk to, let's say, a Diamondbacks fan, and you said, hey, um, as we are going into the last couple days of August, you're going to be in last place. How many games out? 41. (laughs) 41. To put that into perspective... The Pittsburgh Pirates, who stink almost just as much as the Diamondbacks, they're 31 out. And uh, how about those Brewers just basically telling everybody else in that division, you can uh, stop making plans for the title, that's ours. 
We're also seeing a strong move by Atlanta. Now, although the Phillies are hanging around, the Phillies have won three in a row. Um, but, <clears throat> yeah, if you're a uh, Mets fan, you can say, nice knowing you. Now, speaking of the Mets, I love this story. Uh, Javier Baez, Javi Baez, so talented, of course, came over when the Cubs decided to completely change to a rebuilding team. <clears throat> Chris Bryant has been a huge success in San Francisco. Uh, the guy's got it all. He's got the movie star looks. He's got the talent. Uh, you know, he's a guy I'm sure Giants fans would love to uh, keep around long term. Uh, not just because of his looks, obviously. I'm just saying the guy has it all. He's also really cool. He's a good interview. Uh, but that's not why he's there. He's there to mash and to play some defense, and he can do that. Uh, we saw Anthony Rizzo go to the New York Yankees. He's having a good old time. But despite all three of those gentlemen hitting home runs in the first games with their new teams, Javier Baez has not had a great go of things with the New York Mets right now. <clears throat> uh, barely hitting over 200 with that team. And so the Mets fans, they thought that maybe this would be a year where they would make some noise. I'd have to go back and look at my projections, but I'm pretty sure I picked the Mets to go to the playoffs this year. I just think about when all their pitchers are healthy and you think about DeGrom and Syndergaard, and now you know Syndergaard can't get out of his own way sometimes, but then you just think about the other players they have on that team and then going out and getting Francisco Lindor. It's just like, okay, the Mets, they're making a move. Now, <clears throat> a couple weeks ago, the new owner there, Stephen Cohen, put out a, a, a tweet, uh, which to paraphrase is, uh, I can't believe professional hitters are this lousy. And Francisco Lindor himself said, hey, you know what? He's right. So you never want to mess too much when you're the owner. And I gave the example of uh, Jed York with San Francisco, uh, the 49ers. But when the, the Mets beat the Nationals yesterday, 9-4, to four, and, uh, by the way, Jonathan VR, who wound up a double shy of the, uh, the cycle, but the most talked about hit will be the home run that was hit by Javier Baez, which was uh, the farthest home run maybe hit all year. It went 444 feet, and it probably is still going up. Just massive upper deck shot at City Field. Uh, it's his fourth since he's been traded over his 26th of the year. But as he came around and touched home plate, he put the double thumbs down gesture, which seems an odd way to commemorate a, a home run. <clears throat> uh, this is how Baez explained it. Quote, it feels bad when I strike out and then I get booed. It doesn't really get to me, but I want to let them know that when we have success, we're going to do the same thing. To let fans know how it feels. They got to be better. I play for the fans and love the fans. If they're going to do that, they're going to put more pressure on the team. Yikes. <laughs> First of all, I'll say it doesn't really get to me. Uh, it hella gets to you, <clears throat> for sure. And look, it's not nice getting booed. We're all people. Even when I would just get the odd, you know, email or the McDonald's text line at 95.7, it's like, you're the worst guy I ever heard. I would laugh, but still, it's not fun to read how much you suck. 
So when you step to the plate and it's boo, Canseco used to call them the French fans, the Bouyers, because they'd be like, boo, then he hit a home run, and then they would go, yay. I remember going to the Dodgers stadium and Yasiel Puig getting booed as he stepped up to the plate, and I asked this guy next to me with a Dodger tattoo on his neck. I'm like, why are you booing Puig? And he laughed. He goes, it's just what we do, man. <laughs> and then he hit on a home run, and he got a standing ovation. Um, but whenever you start messing with the fans like that, it's only going to make things way, way, way worse. And <clears throat> so now Francisco Lindor doing the thumbs down. Kevin Pillar doing the thumbs down. And uh, Baez said again, when we don't get success, we're going to get booed. So these fans are going to get booed when we get success. Um, I'll never forget Claudel Washington giving the finger to the Mother's Day crowd in St. Louis and grabbing his crotch doing thrusting moves. That was in the 70s. That's how he reacted to the booze. But um, a few hours after the game, Sandy Alderson, who's still the president, said this, quote, um, in a post-game press conference today, Javi Baez stated that his thumbs-down gesture during the game was a message to the fans who recently have booed him and other players for poor performance. These comments and any gestures by him or other players with a similar intent are totally unacceptable and will not be tolerated. Mets fans are understandably frustrated over the team's recent performance. The players on the organization are equally frustrated, but fans at City Field have every right to express their own disappointment. Booing is every fan's right. The Mets will not tolerate any player gesture that is unprofessional in its meaning or is directed in a negative way towards our fans. I will be meeting with our players and staff to convey this message directly. Mets fans are loyal, passionate, knowledgeable, and more than willing to express themselves. We love them for every one of these qualities. End quote. Then the owner, Stephen Cohen, went on Twitter and he said, I miss the days when the biggest controversy was the black jerseys. Well, here's the thing. The Mets were in first place in the East for not one, not two, LeBron, three straight months. And that has vaporized. And mostly because they had to play the Giants and the Dodgers, who showed them who the two best teams in the National League are. So right now, third place, seven and a half out, seven out of the wild card. And you got to jump four other teams that are trying to get there as well. So this is going to be interesting now as Sandy Alderson heads these guys off at the pass and basically is going to say, you can't do that or you won't be here. Uh, and we'll see if they say, okay, sounds good, or if they do it anyway. Remember Jim McMahon? Don't do this, don't do that. He did it anyway. Sometimes you tell people not to do something. I don't know. We'll see how much they like their job, like playing in Long Island. I'm Rick Tittle. Take a quick break. Open lines on the other side.
Angie's List is now Angie. Summer is the perfect time to book your next home project. From lawn care to a new patio, Angie makes it simple to connect with pros who can get the job done right. See reviews, upfront pricing, and instantly book hundreds of projects. Plus, when you book and pay through Angie, we'll cover your project up to the full purchase price plus limited damage protection with our happiness guarantee. Check out Angie.com, and for more on the happiness guarantee, go to Angie.com forward slash happiness hyphen guarantee.htm. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. It's baseball season, and you're ready to go all out. So you ordered the essentials to make game day a success, like a jersey, a power recliner, and a bigger screen. And you used your Bank of America customized cash rewards credit card, choosing to earn 3% cash back on online shopping. Rewards that you put toward an essential piece of the celebration, an air horn. Apply for yours at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Copyright 2021, Bank of America Corporation. You spent over a decade in the Middle East, and I just wanted to say that I'm a great fan of your work. Well, thank you very much. Don't interrupt me, please. Thank you. (laughs) What did I just say? Do you know who I am? You 
must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. This is what had happened. Welcome back to the show. 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-TEMPATU now. Come on in and get heard. What you got? I said what you got. Uh, When it comes to... uh, Soccer, of course, we had one of the biggest um, transfer deadlines of all time, and there's still two days left in it. Obviously, Cristiano Ronaldo, who was supposed to be going back, uh, it looked like, going back to Manchester, but to play for the Sky Blue side, and uh, now with uh, Man United. And with Man United wearing light blue uniforms yesterday... (laughs) The same color of their rivals. I, I don't really get that at all. Uh, but we do have uh, Charlie on the line, and we'll go to him right now. Let's go to our main man, Charlie, in New York City. What's up, dude? What's up, man? How you doing? Um, I agree with you with the A's. I'm glad they bounced back and uh, won those last two. And maybe now, I think they're playing Detroit next. I think maybe yep. they can string together some wins and get back in this thing a little sort of steady the boat um but i wanted to talk football if that's okay i i i I assume you as well but i'm one of those people that watched most of the raider game yesterday for no reason other than because i'm a sadist um they i think i know your opinion on it in the preseason i assume if you're a coach of a team you wouldn't play any of your starters is that correct well, I mean, when we were growing up, the the last preseason game, and I know you only get three, you you really want to see who can play and who can't, and or just really you know get people ready for the season. But uh, I mean, I know Kyle Shanahan wanted to see what it was like to have quarterback platoon and had his quarterbacks running the ball in preseason, which just which if I was a Niner fan, I would have been scared of. But you know, Derek Carr, we know what he is; he shouldn't be playing. So, uh, yeah, I would probably scale on the end of let's keep everybody healthy. All right. So you don't you don't think even a start like I think even Brady played yesterday or whenever they played last. So you don't even think just to knock the rust off, have them play one drive of the three games. I mean, literally, none of the starters played any of the games as far as I can recall. I'm Um, I'm okay either way. Like I said, the way I grew up, I expect it. But also, I also know these these games are beyond meaningless, and you're playing against backups anyway, and they're going to keep it vanilla. Everything they do, they're not going to do during the year. So I'm actually no. I'm actually okay with them not playing at all. Yeah, no, I know that's what well, I, I did uh, exaggerate. I didn't watch all of the game yesterday. Once I saw that the Raiders were playing, you know, the Niners were playing their first team uh, for most of the first half, I think. And the Raiders weren't even playing their backups. They were playing backups, the backups to the backups, it seemed. Um, it was just unwatchable um, uh, for the most part. But I wanted—I have a, a question actually pertains to all sports. Um, it, it seems to be, and it, it seems to be that certain coaches fall in love with a player, not just coach, I guess executives as well, because I'm going to reference uh, uh, the A's. But what is... Gruden's infatuation with Peterman. He stinks. <laughs> he's, 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 I mean, listen, he, he, he shouldn't be playing football. Mm-hmm. Right. And, but I'm, Gruden has this, like, seems like it has this 
And then jumping to the A's, Billy Bean seemed to have like this thing for Derek Barton, one Derek Barton. Yeah, Mark Ellis, too. He loved him, too. Yeah, but at least Ellis was, you know, he was a decent player. Derek Barton (laughs) couldn't hit the flies off a pile of, you know, anyway. But but Bean kept him around, and is, so has it become like an ego thing? I'm going to prove everything, everyone wrong. I'm, I know. I, I, I think one like, year, if I'm not mistaken, one year Derek Barton led the American League in walks, and I think Billy Bean just always. It's like the one year Ellis hit 300. It's like once you do that and you get in his heart, he's like he's going to do it again. Just watch. And then five years go by, and the guy never does it again. Right. So so jumping back to football, what does Gruden? in Peterman that well, no one else sees. Do you, do you know what he sees in Peterman? I think what he... Now, he loves him more than I'm going to say here, but I think it's a guy who's coachable, who is approachable, who is probably pretty intelligent, and he knows that he can get a look and try all these different things, and then he can cut him. But... <laughs> You know, but he the can, problem is he doesn't cut him. <laughs> the problem is if Peterman doesn't get cut, he's he's going to make this. Well, team. let me. I, I got I got some Raider questions for you, <clears throat> since sure. you're a Raider fan, you're watching the game. There's been talk that because Jalen Rashar has been hurt, and these undrafted rookies like uh, Ragus and uh, Emmons have looked good, that maybe Rashard is going to get cut. Because the other guys, one of those other guys, is cheaper. Your thoughts? Well, I, uh, I, I, I heard that too. But then I heard this morning, or maybe last night, that uh, Richard is hurt. And he was in a walking boot, and that he may be out indefinitely. Okay, so they'll put him on IL or whatever. Right, they would put him on IR and then keep Regis around. And, and I, I mean, I, I like Richard. I, I'm not, you know, mm-hmm. I don't think he ever blew my mind. If I, if you if I I think if they had any intention of signing right, bringing him in from Seattle, um, I would. And if it required cutting Rashad to save the money for him, then I would do it. I I, I mean Rashad, I, I he hasn't blown me away in his time with the Raiders. Yeah, and he's a third bat. You know, he's a third string. But I but I think it's all. Uh, mute, mute at this point because I think he's hurt, and I think from what I've read that he's out indefinitely. Okay. All right. Well, let me ask you this because this is this is more intriguing question. I think Gerald McCoy because I think that's a guy, and this is very weird for me to say, but I think that's a guy that could either get cut or start every game, and <laughs> <laughs> because I could totally see them saying, "You're old." Gus Bradley said, "Nah," but. He looked good against some subs, and if he gets back to the old Gerald McCoy, we would kill for a guy like that. So I'm leaning towards we're going to see a lot of him. But on the other hand, oh, I could also see him getting cut. I, I think they, I think he's going to make the team. I, I would be surprised if he. Their 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 pass rush stinks, and even mm-hmm. even with the addition of Yannick Ngagwe, I th- oh I mean that's obviously a step up. You know I don't know how well. Solomon Thomas is going to be, and, and these other guys. Who's the other? Quentin Jefferson. I'm, I'm not even familiar. Or Filan. Who's? I don't even know. Starting for them. Um, I think they keep him around just because it's. I think they're they're almost so desperate at this point, especially when they 
inquired about Mac, if those rumors are true. Yeah. They're just going to throw everything against the wall and see what sticks. But I heard he, you know, he played over, again, he was playing against subs, but, mm-hmm. you know, would you, would you, at this point, would you trust McCoy or Cleveland Farrell at this point? I would trust just, him. I would, I, I think that guy Dickerson is going to get cut as well. But let me throw this at you. All right. right. You didn't know you were going to get this when you called me up. I'm interviewing you now. Uh, Of these three DBs, who stays and who goes? Isaiah Johnson, who hasn't looked good and has been hurt, and if you think about how um, the nickelback is going to be Nate Hobbs, it looks like the rookie. Yes. Then Then you got Nevin Johnson, and then Carl Joseph. Yeah, I heard he's on the bubble, actually. So um, of those three, I would think Joseph has the best chance to stick because if they want to keep four safeties, he's going to be one of those guys. But on I the other hand, with, they can save some cash. I know. I would probably go with Carl Joseph just because of his experience. And he, 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 he you know, has a veteran presence. Uh yeah, I would stick with Carl Joseph. I don't know if he's going to make. I heard he's on. The, he played. Was he? I think he was playing yesterday, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So I, think he's, I think he's on the on the bubble as well. Same with. Uh, well, let me ask you this. I'll I'll interview you now. Yeah. Uh, the Raiders is John Brown going to make the team? Because they said he's on the bubble. They said they they love uh, Edwards and and Ruggs as the starters, which I don't know why. Mm-hmm. But but Brown was playing yesterday, and then I started reading. Well, they don't know if he's going to uh, make the team. I, I think that I think that they will because I mean who would they keep then Marcel Aitman I mean right I, it's I, a three it's a three million dollar um, hit uh, dead dead cap I yeah, think if, right. if they cut him but I remember all early in the year when they signed him or they t- they got him they were comparing him to how, how comparable but he had better numbers than Nelson Aguilar and now and now he's not even going to make the team I'll potentially not make the team but. Um, Either way, Rick, we're looking at an eight-win team, eight or nine-win team. Uh, they can't finish 500 this year. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> They're not going to finish 500. They're going to either have a winning record or a losing record, and, and my bet is it's going to be within a game or two. Well, the thing about anyway. the thing about Brown too is that you know he came, he played for a little college nobody ever heard of, and then he you know made a name for himself with uh, with Arizona. Well, he had about- yeah, and yard season. Yeah, and they called him Smokey and but he's on the wrong side of 30 now too. So, I mean, maybe he has lost this step. Well, unless they have great belief in these the two young guys. I I, I, I any offense, I always think you need a stud receiver. That's why I was hoping they would have go out and have gotten a Julio Jones mm-hmm. or even trading a number 1 for him. I think on your offense, I guess you want to say you want to say Waller is there stud receiver but he's a tight end and I, I know he'll get targeted a lot but I, I they don't have a they don't have a, a stud receiver in my opinion I don't know, who, who knows what Ruggs, Ruggs is going to do it, 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 or, I know they're high on Edwards but neither of them were you know were mm-hmm. overly impressive last year well so I was I, on this uh I was on Sirius radio and it was a it was a fantasy football show and they were asking me if they should take draft Ruggs or Edwards I was there to talk about the Raiders and I said if he's healthy, Hunter Renfro will have more receptions and more touchdowns than Ruggs and Edwards combined. I, they love that. Oh, I, yeah. Don't you agree with I, that? I love 
yeah, yeah. No, I love Renfro, and I, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I think, I think uh, Carr is going to, you know, that's his new. Him and Waller are going to get the brunt of the, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think Ruggs is going to establish himself. I, I think he's, if any, and always still a few years away from if he will ever develop into anything. Mm-hmm. And, and Edwards, I know they're high on him because he's so big, and they're comparing him to. Uh, uh, at least in stature and size, like a terrible loan. He's just a big man, but I don't know how good he is. They haven't, he has not showed us anything yet. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, but I, you know, and Willie Sneed doesn't, I mean, oh, I forgot about Sneed. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to bring you down even further. Right? Or Mortimer Snurd, too. Yes. All right. Well, hey, I got to run, anyway, my man. Note, yeah. Right, yeah. You're signing you off buddy. anyway. Thanks for the call, buddy. All right, that's Charlie out there in New York. Let's talk some sports. Come on back on Sports Byline. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086-800-918-4086-800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. 
Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. Hadle is going to go to the air. He's back to pass. He throws deep to the end zone. Batted up in the air. Intercepted by Dan Connors. It was a deflection hit into the air by Willie Brown. And Connors came down with a pass, and the Raiders stopped the Chargers without six, without even three on that drive. about anything else when you've got Rick Tittle on the radio. All right. Uh, thank you for that. And um, another um, assistant coach in Major League Baseball has been shown the door today. The Pirates have announced they've fired hitting coach Rick Eckstein. And um, it's uh, or Eckstein, I should say. Ben Charrington, the general manager, said, we are grateful for Rick's dedication to the team and our players. This was a difficult decision as we have a great deal of respect for Rick. Making the decision now gives us the opportunity to use the rest of the season to focus on improvements in our hitting program while also starting the process of looking for a replacement. We wish Rick all the best moving forward. I say Rick Eckstein because he's the brother of David Eckstein, of course, who was with the Angels. And... um, he was a college hitting coach. He was a hitting coach with the Angels and the Nationals as well. He was a uh, with the Twins. Um, and listen, the Pirates are batting two thirty three. Uh, no team has uh, fewer than their combined one hundred and one home runs. And it's just kind of weird when you look at that roster and you look at the talent and you say, "Well, what are we going to do?" Do we cut everybody? No, just fire the hitting coach. Sounds good. But we only have a month left. Nah, fire him. I'm Rick Tittle. we got another two hours heading back to the studio. Come on back. Radio News with Lance Pride. Hurricane Ida went ashore Sunday as one of the most powerful storms ever to hit the United States, the fifth largest ever. It knocked out power to all of New Orleans, blowing roofs off buildings, and at times reversed the flow of the Mississippi River. The International Atomic Energy Agency is reporting evidence has emerged that North Korea has restarted a nuclear reactor believed to be capable of producing weapons-grade plutonium in a development called Deeply Troubling. 
The reactor in question is located in the city of Yongbyon, about an hour's drive north of the capital, Pyongyang. A SpaceX shipment of ants, avocados, brine shrimp, and plants rocketed towards the International Space Station on Sunday. The Dragon is carrying more than 4,800 pounds of supplies for the space station's seven astronauts. It was the second launch attempt as Saturday's try was foiled by bad weather. USA Radio News. Nielsen says more than 30 million Americans are now tuning in to Newsmax TV. It's one of the biggest media stories. Newsmax is available on all major cable systems. And if you cut the cord and don't get cable, you can still get Newsmax. Find it on your smart TVs like Samsung, LG, and more. Just go to your smart TV channel guide or download the free Newsmax app. Newsmax also streams free on Roku, Zumo, Pluto, Amazon Fire, or TiVo. And 7 million people have the Newsmax app on their smartphone. It takes seconds to download it on your phone and there's no paywall or subscription. So watch Newsmax for breaking news anytime, anywhere. President Trump says Newsmax is really good and Forbes calls Newsmax a news powerhouse. Find out why tens of millions of Americans are watching Newsmax TV and going to Newsmax.com for breaking news. It's a source you can trust. Newsmax is real news for real people. A survey shows an overwhelming number of Americans want the United States to stay in Afghanistan to make sure all of our people get out. Dan Araki from the Ohio USA Radio News Bureau reports. The majority of Americans believe that U.S. forces should remain in Afghanistan until all Americans and Afghan allies can be evacuated out. The ABC News Ipsos poll found that 84% of respondents want the U.S. to stay until all American citizens can be evacuated, with 71% saying that we should stay until we get all of those Afghans who worked with the U.S. out of the country. Far Fewer respondents approved of President Biden's handling of the overall situation in Afghanistan. Only 38% said they approved of how the withdrawal was being handled. From the USA Radio News Ohio Bureau, I'm Dan Naraki. President Biden has declared a major disaster as Ida continues to flood parts of Louisiana and Mississippi, leaving more than one million customers across the region without power. Ida was a Category 4 hurricane with top sustained winds of 150 miles per hour when it made contact with Louisiana on Sunday. USA Radio News. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. Now that the embassy in Afghanistan has been evacuated, the Afghans that helped the United States during its 20-year war are pleading to get out or face execution by the Taliban. Dan Rocky from the Ohio USA Radio News Bureau explains. With days to go before the U.S.'s full withdrawal from Afghanistan, there are still thousands of Afghans trying to get out of the country before then. Senator Jody Ernst says that she supports offering more special immigration visas to Afghans who are properly vetted before arriving in the United States. The Iowa Republican tells Fox News that she's worried that the impending deadline will keep many of our Afghan allies from being able to leave. I introduced legislation that would speed up the process for our special immigrant visas and allow more of those Afghans to come into the United States once they were properly vetted. That is important. We have been pushing on the State Department for months to get this done. They have drug their feet and of course now we see the fall of Afghanistan and and a very haphazard and hurriedly done withdrawal, which is turned into an emergency evacuation.
Hurricane Ida shut down more than 95% of the Gulf of Mexico's oil production. The Federal Bureau of Safety and Environmental Enforcement confirmed the stop in oil production, with firms suspending 1.74 million barrels a day in oil production in the Gulf. Colonial Pipeline confirmed Sunday to temporarily shut down two oil pipelines between Houston, Texas, and Greensboro, North Carolina, as a precaution due to the storm. USA Radio News, I'm Lance Pry. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. Still in the broom closet. Don't ask. Yeah, I wonder about the Delta variant, right? Like, there's a woman in my studio right now, and she's rented the studio. I'm sure she's a fantastic, lovely, talented person. But she's breathing up a storm. She's doing a show. And I'm going to walk in there, completely unventilated room. I got to suck down all of her breath. Oh, what do you think of that? Just like Dominic is sucking down my breath right now through his mask, kind of, sort of. 1-800-878-PLAY to get in and get heard. How about the Tottenham Hotspur Football Club? The only undefeated team in England as we go into the international break. Kind of sit there and let it marinate a little bit. Three games. Each game, one goal scored, no goals allowed. And they have a 100% record for, I think, only the fifth time in the history of the club they've won their first three games. Nine points sitting atop the Premier League table. The bottom club is Arsenal, which has not scored a goal yet. And what's interesting about Arsenal is that every month they have goal of the month, and they're not going to be able to have an August goal of the month. They didn't score one, but what I see mostly online from Tottenham supporters is just nonstop teasing, and I don't like getting into that territory because the tables turn so fast, and then it's like, ha-ha, you were laughing at us, and now we're laughing at you, and Tottenham have never won the league in my lifetime. Arsenal have won it. I've seen Arsenal win uh, more than once. In fact, I saw them have an undefeated team once. But when they people like Piers Morgan wanted Arsene Wenger out, I was all for it. Please get him out of there. 
I remember when Arsenal sucked before he got there. And with Miguel Arteta, they're kind of right back there. So talk a little football if you'd like. Uh, 1-800-878-PLAY. We got a movie director this hour as well. Your calls, 1-800-878-7529. Big shout out to the troops listening on AFN. I'm a FAN of you. I'm Rick Tittle. Get on back. A friend told me about Mr. Clean Magic Eraser, and his exact words were, it changed my life. I used to spend a ridiculous amount of time trying to remove tomato sauce from inside our microwave and soap scum off the bathtub. It's like seriously magic, and my secret weapon for cleaning the kitchen, bathroom, doors and walls, and even keeping my sneakers clean. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser. Greatest invention ever. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser, the unicorn of cleaning. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free Page Publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885-800-603-0885-800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Even putting back a few and a few becomes a few too many. For a moment, you think of calling for a ride, but nah, you live nearby. What's the worst that could happen? You get pulled over, your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you total your car, you kill someone. The results of driving drunk are tragic. That's why law enforcement is out there looking for impaired drivers to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey. Check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Thank you for that. Uh, welcome back to the show. 
My old boss, uh, Ken, texted me during the break, and he said, Quick, who was the only Ballon d'Or winner besides Cristiano Ronaldo in Premier League history? And I had to think about it for a second. I thought, well, Luka Modric won it, but that was with Real, so that doesn't count. And I racked my brain, and then I guessed Michael Owen, and I was right. And now I've looked it up. And just and Ballon d'Or, by the way, means gold ball in French. It is given by a magazine called France Football. And uh, that's recognized as the greatest player in the world. It's just kind of agreed that that magazine gets to pick who it is. And <clears throat> you might think, I don't know what you're talking about. Can you please start talking about Tim Lincecum right now? Well, first of all, Lincecum's not in the league anymore. So I'm going to do a little. <laughs> I just go back to when I started following soccer, which was <clears throat> in 1980. And my guy, when I was a kid uh, in high school, it was Karl Heinz Rummenigge. And he won the Ballon d'Or two years in a row. Um, in fact, there were, the Ger- Germans came in second those years as well. As Bernd Schuster was with Barcelona and Paul Breitner was with Bayern Munich. Um and that was sort of, when you think about Michel Platini, that was sort of his rise. Before that, in the 70s, it was a lot of Cruyff and Beckenbauer and Kevin Keegan. But that was before I was really starting to pay attention. In 82, it was Paolo Rossi, mostly because of what he did in the World Cup for Italy. And now, remember, Paolo Rossi was a guy who was on the take, who was banned from Italian soccer for two years because he threw matches my opinion, he should have been banned forever. And then he won the uh, <laughs> gold boot at the World Cup when the Atsuri, you know, the old thing, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. And then we got Platini three years in a row, 83, 84, 85. And it wasn't even close. In 83, he beat out Kenny Dalgleish, of course, the Scotsman at Liverpool, and Alan Siemensen, the Dane, who was playing in Denmark, by the way, for Vielha. It tells you how good he was. That was mostly from the World Cup, though. Um, in 84, it was Jean Tiganat who played for Girondin de Bordeaux. And then my guy, Preben Elkjer, the great Danish striker who was playing with uh, Hellas Verona, which was in Serie A at the time. And then in 85, Platini beat out Platini beat out uh, Preben Elkjer. Michel Platini, the greatest player in French history until Zizou. In fact, Michel Platini was the head coach of France at Sweden 92 in the championships, and when they got knocked out by Denmark, a late goal by Ebby Sand, who played for Luton Town, the Hatters of Kenilworth Road, he resigned. That was a team that had Basile Boli and Jean-Pierre Papin. I love all those French names when they're cool. I think my favorite French I don't like the guy, but I just love the name. He's so French, was Jeremy... Toulanlan, but it's Jeremy Toulanlan. What's your name? Jeremy Toulanlan. That's better when you go. What's your name? Rick Tittle, Dominic Jimenez. Nice meeting you. But then in 86, this is one if you really want to go for one where, um, well, first of all, I was upset because I wanted Gary Lineker to win. He was second. Emilio Butrojueño, the Spaniard. Uh, who put Denmark to the sword in 82 in the second round. He was third, but it was Igor Belanov from Dynamo Kiev. 
And that's one that a lot of people I don't think would get. But then we saw the rise of Milan and Rude Hulet won in 87. And then in 88, you got um, the, they had a rule in Serie A called Tre Stranieri, three strangers. In other words, three foreigners. You could never have more than three guys who weren't from Italy. You could have them, but you could never play three at the same time. Like when Paul Gascoigne went to Lazio, they had uh, Aaron Winter uh, from Holland, and they had Karl-Heinz Riedler from Germany. Well, if you want to know how good Milan was, or as they say, AC Milan, they were first, second, and third in 1988. Marco Van Basten, Ruud Hulet, Frank Rijkaard, all Dutch, all from Milan, one, two, three. The next year, also all Milan, but an Italian got in there. It was Marco Van Basten and then the defender, Franco Baresi, and then Frank Rijkaard. In 90, it was Lothar Mateus who was playing with uh, Inter at that time with Jurgen Klinsmann, and um, that was when I believe Rijkaard made the switch. Salvatore Schilacci was second. Remember, he was called Toto because he looked like the clown named Toto in Italy. That was sort of his nickname. And then Andreas Brema got it because he scored the winning goal probably in the final on a penalty. <clears throat> but uh, in 91, there's uh, Jean-Pierre Papin for Olympique de Marseille, the team that was run by, uh, oh, what was his name? He ended up going to jail. It'll come back to me the guy who ran that team. But then you had the rise of uh, Red Star Belgrade and Dejan Savicevic, who Alex Ferguson said, if there's a better midfielder in Europe, I haven't seen him. And also, also uh, Darko Panchev. Now, that was both at that time for Yugoslavia. Van Basten won it again over Huisto Stoichkov and Dennis Bergkamp, Barca and Ajax. Uh, Roberto Baggio, the Divine Ponytail won it over Burkamp and Ooh Ah Cantona, I suck and I wear a girly bra, whatever. He played for, of course, Man United. Remember, Eric Cantona uh, basically got kicked out of the French League for getting too many in fights and red cards. He went to Sheffield Wednesday, and they used to have an indoor league where they would play their reserves, and they wouldn't even let Eric Cantona play in their outdoor league, and then they sold him to Leeds, and then Leeds sold him, of course, to Man United, and he put his collar up and he did a flying dropkick at Selhurst Park in a game against Crystal Palace. Christo Stoichkov finally won in 94, playing with Barca. And then uh, 95, it was Georges Weah. I always talk about how that was, that was my guy. I mean, he played for Liberia. I think he became the president of Liberia. Now his son represents the United States. Jurgen Klinsmann was second. And how about Yari Litmanen getting in? And uh, I can't think of too many uh, Finnish soccer players as there is but the fact that uh, you know he's a great player with Ajax he came in third Matthias Zammer in 96 Matthias Zammer was one of the classiest liberos and I, I shouldn't even call him a sweeper he was basically a defensive midfielder who was also an offensive midfielder he beat out Ronaldo by one vote that year now I would have given it probably to Ronaldo who was above Alan Shearer as well. But Matthias Zammer, it's too bad his career was so short. He did win the European Championship that year in England for Germany. Then Ronaldo won. Now we start getting into Zinedine Zidane over Davor Suker. Davor Suker, uh, the Sukerman, the Croatian, 
I loved it when he played uh, with uh, in Spain with uh, uh, Maradona, and uh, their sponsor was Nintendo, which I love. Rivaldo coming in in 99, Luis Figo in 2000, beating out Zizou and Andrei Shevchenko. Michael Owen, there he is, winning it over Raul and Ali Khan. A little shout-out to a goalkeeper. Ronaldo in 2 over Roberto Carlos and Ali Khan again. Pavel Nedved, how about that, coming in from the Czech Republic, beating out Terry Ali and Paolo Paolo Mandini. His dad, you know, one of the classiest left-backs in history. His dad also was head coach of Italy. Andrei Shevchenko won in 4 beating out Deco. You remember Deco with Barca? Rolandinho in 2005 beating out Lampard and Gerrard. How about that, English people? Cannavaro, that's just because that Italy won the World Cup and he was the captain. In 06, Buffon and Henri. Kaká coming in. Now, when I, when I look at Kaká, this is when you look at who finished second and third because it was going to dominate for the next decade plus. Messi was second and Ronaldo was third. So when Ronaldo won in 08, Messi was second. Fernando Torres from uh, Liverpool at that time was third. Then it went Messi, Ronaldo, Javi. Messi, Iniesta, Javi. Messi, Cristiano Ronaldo, Javi. Messi, Cristiano Ronaldo, Iniesta. Cristiano Ronaldo, Messi, Franck Ribéry. Cristiano Ronaldo, Lionel Messi, Manuel Neuer. There's another goalie for you. Lionel Messi, Cristiano Ronaldo, Neymar. And then in the past four years uh, or five years, we have Ronaldo, Messi, Griezmann, Ronaldo, Messi, Neymar. Uh, Modric came in at 18. Cristiano Ronaldo, Antoine Griezmann again. Messi in 2019. Virgil van Dijk getting a little love there as well. But I just, when you think about how the Ballon d'Or has been uh, dominated, there before the Ballon d'Or, was uh, we've had some honorary Ballon d'Ors. Uh, Alfredo Di Stefano, who played for Spain, Argentina, and I think one other country, is basically, hey, you want to play for our country? And they're like, oh, okay, sure. <laughs> but in the rankings of France football, they have the five greatest players of all time. They have Pelé, Maradona, Cruyff, Di Stefano, and uh, Platini. You can get into it if you want. Come on in. We'll talk other sports on the other side, I promise, if you're still with me. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time 
time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Attention timeshare owners, this is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Now you see that evil will always triumph because good is dumb. always goes commando in the studio there i am back in the studio once again and trying to get acclimated stupid podcaster ruined everything (laughs) i think we got that oh i don't have the light oh whatever i'll turn the light on later are you in the dark right now right come on in and get hurt oh yeah 1-800-878-7529 um more reaction now from the Mets fans booing. As I said in the first hour, the Javi Baez doing the thumbs down and Lindor and Pilar doing the thumbs down and Sandy Alderson, the president team, coming out very emphatically. Wasn't Sandy Alderson with the A's last year? I don't know what happened. And he ended up going back to the Mets. 
But um, <clears throat> the Mets players don't like the hate they're getting, and they're doing the thumbs down. So that's what we call drama, right? So um, as I said, Stephen Cohen said, I miss the days when the biggest controversy was the black jerseys. Um, and um, Steve Cohen has also said now, they hit the third rail by messing with the fans, and it is unacceptable. Now, you got to kind of be a city kid to know what the third rail is, and that is on any uh, electrical train, that third rail is where the electricity is coming from. The first two rails, that's where the train's sitting. But, and I can tell you that Sandy Alderson was under direct uh, direct uh, orders from the team. And Cohen said, these are young guys, and sometimes we forget they're on a public stage and can make mistakes. Hopefully this is a teaching moment, and they will learn from this. Kevin Pillar tweeted, because uh, one fan said, we love you, but are you booing fans, bro? So you can tell he's a millennial. Bro, are you booing us, bro? Pilar then tweeted, quote, love y'all too. Felt nothing but love in New York City. No, I'm not booing the fans. We are having fun. No different than earlier this year when we were churving. And then he has the logo for OK. Uh, please, churving, have you heard that term, Dominic? I haven't either. Churving. Please don't look too much into this with one O. So I guess he means, please don't look too much into this. <laughs> but Marcus Stroman, you know he's going to say something. Right? And so after Pilar tweeted that out, Marcus Stroman, this is where you do your dirty work now. You do it on Twitter. He said, facts, all caps, exclamation point. Media always searching for anything to cause controversy. Stop playing into these narratives. It's all fake bull s. We won today. That's all that matters. On to the next, not dwelling in the past. Same mindset we've had all year. Thankful for this squad. So, all right, that's fine. But as I look now, what if the playoff format for the 2021 postseason was re- expanded. Obviously, the Giants, the Dodgers, and the Rays would all get in. Because remember, the format last season, the division winners, and then the second-place teams grabbed four through six in each league, and the Wilds cards would fill out the eight-team field. So on the AL side, Rays, Astros, White Sox, the Yankees hold the fourth seed, the A's in the five hole, believe it or not. And for the sixth, you got a team with a losing record because it's Cleveland holding off Detroit. That's because second place teams would be coming in. In the senior circuit, Giants, Brewers, Braves, the Dodgers and Reds and Phillies. So that would be the Padres were the seventh seed and the Cardinals were the eighth seed. But... Under the format, 15 of the 16 teams have winning records. So, sorry, Blue Jays. <laughs> Furthermore, the Mets and Tigers would be within striking distance for real, and the Royals wouldn't be totally out of the picture at six games back of second place, even though they're on pace to lose 89 games. So, the trade deadline might have gone a little bit differently 
if we had uh, done that before. But if you want to just look to, you know, your power rankings, everyone kept saying the Giants were going to fall apart. Dallas Braden said if the Giants are in first, I guarantee you the Giants will not be in first place on August 1st. And he wasn't just wrong. He was hella wrong. But even with them losing a series to the Braves, and the, the Giants got their butts kicked for the first time, I think I can even remember. Was it like nine to nothing yesterday? That happens to every team now and then. That that never happens to the Giants. So they're already like, wow, all right, well, we got punched in the face once. But even with losing a series to the Braves, oh my gosh, this month the Giants the Giants are nineteen and seven. So think about the Dodgers. They went seventeen and three, and they gained a game and a half. Those are the best two teams in baseball right now. But remember, the Rays have a better record than the Dodgers if you want to go in the loss column. And when you think about, well, who's doing well right now? Pete Fairbanks? And you're like, wait, what? I mean, you got to be a baseball guy to really know this. So, and then I look at the Astros, the Lastros. When they were the Colt 45s in 1962 to five years ago, they only won 100 games once, and now they're on a pace to win 100 games four years in a row. The Brewers, the most they've ever won in the history of that franchise is 96 wins. They're on pace to win 98. And for the Yankees, the 13-game winning streak was the longest they've had in my life. you got to go back to 1961 that they had a 13-game winning streak. They now have a two-game losing streak. <clears throat> But with all this being said, and you think about all these teams I've just mentioned, and the Braves showing the Giants, hey, we're better than you, and then the Red Sox and the A's hanging around fighting it out, and the upstart Reds, and then the Mariners and the Blue Jays saying, we're not done, and then the Padres and the Phillies saying, we're not done either. There's one team that sits there that scares me. Just one. I'm not in the American League. I'm not really that. And look, Houston would probably beat the A's, but I'm not scared of them. I'm not even scared of the Yankees. I'm scared of the White Sox. And did Lance Lynn melt down against the Cubs? Okay, fine. But now you got Rodon Bach. There's some. I think the White Sox, especially now with two closers, unless Hendricks goes back to his old choky self, the White Sox are going to be that team. They're 20 games over 500. They basically have the same record as the Yankees. They have a much better record than the Atlanta Braves. There's something, and it's not just La Russa. It's just that is a team of bruisers, and they get Aloy Jimenez back, and they got Luis Rivera back. That's the team that scares me. So you can have these teams that everybody loves to get behind because they're so f- fun. Like San Diego has the funnest. I love Petco Park. Probably the most fun stadium in America. Probably the most fun player to watch And Fernando Tatis. They went out and got all these guys like Snell and Darvish and everybody else. But do you really believe the Padres are going to win the World Series? No. No, not really. So, as you look around, um, some people thought maybe this was the Yachty Farewell in Cincinnati. I mean, in, in uh, St. Louis, he'll get one more year. But other than that, those top 15 teams that still have a chance, the one that's looming for me is going to be uh, on the south side. 
uh, of Chicago. But right now, the Giants are a team that when they go to the park, they don't just think they're going to win. They know they're going to win, and that's a huge difference. All right, we'll talk a little Hollywood on the other side. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. events here at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop 40 to 70% off almost everything, plus tanks from $5, shorts from 10 and jeans from 20 through September 7th at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Now at Banana Republic Factory, 50 to 70% off almost everything, including fall-ready favorites. Discover essential sweaters, easy denim, and more from $14.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Angie's List is now Angie. Whether you need help with routine maintenance or you're planning your dream renovation, Angie connects you with top local pros who can get the job done right. See reviews, compare quotes, and book hundreds of projects. Plus, when you book and pay through Angie, we'll cover your project up to the full purchase price plus limited damage protection with our happiness guarantee. Check out Angie.com, and for more on the happiness guarantee, go to Angie.com forward slash happiness hyphen guarantee htm. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800-306-1760-800-306-1760-800-306-1760. That's 800-306-1760. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore.
Kittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. Thank you very much, and uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to be joined by filmmaker Andrew Cicerone. He has a new movie called Steel Song that will be released from Gravitas Ventures tomorrow. And um, uh, I should say uh, I had an Andrew, Adrian Cicerone, my bad. Uh, Adrian, welcome to the show this is a pretty cool thing, this documentary. It follows around people trying to relive medieval combat, but it's women who are doing this. So where did you get the idea to make a film about it? Hey, thanks so much for having me here. Um, yeah, it was interesting. I was wanting to do a documentary about hobbies, um, and I would think that hobbies, it just says so much about people, and I thought that was an interesting perspective there. And so taking a break from it, I discovered this sport, Armored Combat, is totally out of out of out of the blue. Um, I guess YouTube just knows I love medieval stuff, so it's like, here, watch this. And um, I was watching it go, and it's usually just you know we all associate medieval combat with men, and suddenly we see just really violent stuff. It's basically MMA, 50th century armor with blunt weapons, and they're just going at it. And suddenly, a fighter takes off their helmet, and it's a woman. She lets down her hair, and I was like, oh my god, that's what an interesting image right there in a perspective into the sport. So I went with that direction because I thought it was just a really new way to introduce a sport that I think could be interesting to so many people. Um, I think I would be very respectful when I say this here, but many women have told me that um, they basically every day they put on armor, not just going into an arena, but just in life. And I thought that was something very poignant. And so that's the perspective I wanted to go to. It's very cool. It's kind of like at the end of Metroid when Samus Aran takes off the helmet and it's a girl. <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> um, throw that into your director's cut there at the end. Yeah, um, <laughs> I was thinking about that. <laughs> well, listen, to see the combat would be something that would be pretty cool for, you know, 15, 20 minutes. It's the protagonists. It's the women themselves. And you decided to pick three, Shoshana, Bridget, and Julie, uh, tell us a little bit about these three women, please. So Shoshana is uh, Afghanistan's army veteran. Um, she was a veterinarian and she served at that time. And how I discovered her was through actually that woman in that video who took off her helmet was her teacher, Janiel. And Janiel has a combat school in Colorado Springs called Ironside Medieval Combat. And so I first contacted her, and she was like, well, I got this student who is really, really good called Shoshana, and you should check her out. She's making a name for herself in the sport. So I met Shoshana, incredible woman. We started talking, and I just her story was unbelievable, um, how, she trans, how she went from being in Afghanistan to Colorado Springs and then changing her life to becoming a teacher and then kind of finding a way to uh, cope and to kind of express her emotions through this sport. And so I was like, that's a beautiful perspective right there. And then I so it's, as I followed her, I would go to these tournaments. And like we said before, it's a historically male-dominated sport, so there's very few women in it at the time. And so we go to Texas where there's a championship there. We meet Julie. Julie is a mother and domestic abuse survivor. And I think it was just really remarkable to see not only the friendship that they had in the arena, but also just they're each other's competition and to see their relationship grow and not just that, but to see the support that she has with her family now, her new husband, her children, and they're all totally supportive of her. 
And then the last competition was where I was introduced to Bridget. Bridget um, has autism, Asperger's, and also has essential tremors. She's in her mid-30s, but she, again, uses this sport as a way to kind of prove to everyone that just because someone is, and I, may, and I mean this with the utmost respect, if someone is handicapped or has disabilities, um, they can still live life to the fullest, and that really meant a lot to me. So those are the three women that we're following. Very cool. We're speaking with Adrian Ciceroni. The new movie is called Steel Song, available from Gravitas Ventures tomorrow. The other thing, too, I think is cool is, you know, I've interviewed a lot of female athletes over the years, and one thing that a lot of times they feel that uh, men, sometimes the media, sometimes other women, try to strip their femininity from them, saying, if you're doing something so brutal, you've you've lost you, you're not even a woman anymore. Yeah. And that's the thing that I really, yeah. like, just from watching Shoshana, she's so beautiful, and she's completely feminine while also kicking your ass, you know? And that's that's not an easy thing to do, I know, for some women who have to face these sort of stereotypes that you're going to lose your rights as a woman if you start doing something like this. Yeah, no, well said. That's something that I was very careful about and very aware. Um, I refuse to go into the sport and filming the sport, um, showing them as these kind of imaginary shield maidens. I just wanted to film what was in front of me. And... Being a male director, I knew that I had to be incredibly respectful and careful and not putting kind of a male perspective, if that makes sense, onto the mm -hmm. whole what's going on, really just feeling what was in front of me and making them feel comfortable and understanding that I'm not an outsider looking in at some bizarre thing and these are just tough women. They are tough women. But what I mean by that is not putting like my perspective on that of creating something that just isn't there. These are naturally strong women, but they're, they also have a creativity and a beauty and a femininity to them, which makes them all the more just, just really tough. And I've learned a lot from them. Now, I remember like when I was in college in the 80s, they had uh, some clubs like this. But of course, it was almost like, uh, you know, you were wearing, you know, just uh, having kid gloves on or soccer boppers, yeah. whatever. <laughs> Looking at this, it, it yeah, you're wearing armor, but armor is not very padded. You're still going to feel every blow. So how much carnage are these women taking? Oh. They, it's insane. You can see if you follow them, you can see after matches and the women, the men after matches, they post pictures and everything of their kind of their, their battle scars. And I mean, there is massive bruises. I mean, I think the last tournament that I was, that I filmed, I think one guy actually broke his collarbone. Um, they break arms. One guy, Santo Shomi, he lost part of his bicep. Um, Alexa, there was a tournament. She actually fought the men. And I unfortunately did not capture that moment because I wasn't following this specific woman, but Alexa Bennett, a fierce, fierce fighter. And she was fighting the men in there and she broke a rib and she kept fighting. Mm. So yeah, these are, it's, it's no joke. <laughs> and I would think too, like when I, when I you see still photos of somebody taking a halberd blade in the head, what are the, <laughs> what are the rules? I mean, you can't just have complete melees or can you? So, well, you can, but there are very few rules. But from what I understand, it's no hit to the neck, no hit to the back of the head or the neck. So if the, if the, if the opponent is facing away from you, you can't just totally blindside them in the back of the head and no, nothing to, to the groin. But besides that, it's just MMA and 
blunt steel weapons and they just go for it. And I, I think your background is very interesting too, because you were in the, the Lausanne ballet and then you went to film school. Um, it, where, where did, when did you figure out that this was sort of like your fort? <laughs> um, this is going to sound so cliche, but I think storytelling has always been a part of me mm-hmm. and I've always loved film like everyone. And I guess I was in a ballet company and being kind of like on stage, I would always watch the choreographers create and create stories and movement. And that to me, the, I, I realized that that was kind of what interested me most, which was creating a world, creating a story. And so I think that kind of now segued into potentially being a documentarian where it's, you are having, you're finding stories through people's lives. And I think that is almost more, sometimes more interesting than just being handed a script, because I think that there's something even more profound to, to getting to know someone, getting to see their lives and find the story with someone else. So that's kind of my transition from dance to, to film. Very cool. One last question for you. And a lot of times in today's modern world, you know, people will, you know, like if you yell at someone, they'll say, who are you really yelling at? Did your dad not hug you? You know, it's like they try to look for <laughs> misplaced, misdirected anger. So when you yeah. see these, and then you hear about Julie, you know, domestic abuse, a survivor, do you kind of think, oh, is this how you get your aggressions out? And then just separating it from, no, this is just a sport that I really like to do. Or maybe some of them, this is a release in their lives that they don't uh, have to be well-behaved, that they can actually get out there and, and start carving people up. Yeah, well said. No, it's, it's interesting. I think kind of like before, I, what I was going at, the initial idea of a hobby is that everyone has a reason why they do it. I think it really is a reflection of the self. And... To me, this hobby is really a creative response to an emotional need. And so you have all these different perspectives. You have the people who go there who just are seeking the adrenaline rush. And you have other people who are letting out. I mean, I know there's a lot of combat veterans and they have a lot of traumas that they're trying to work through. And this is such a healthy outlet because you're going in there with other people who understand. So you can let out your anger and people will gladly accept the blow. And they won't take it personally because they know exactly why you're there because they're right there with you. So it really, it really depends on the individual. But I do think it is such a, as you said, a very healthy kind of outlet um, for people who definitely are going through some emotional, emotional hardships. Very cool stuff. You won't see another movie or documentary like this. It's called Steel Song, available tomorrow, digital, video on demand, great distribution from Gravitas Ventures, and, uh, of course, featuring Shoshana Shellens, Bridget Parkinson, and Julie Slovacek-Peterson. We've been speaking to the man behind the project, Adrian Cicerone. Congratulations on the film, and uh, thanks for stopping by, man. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for your time. A real pleasure. All right. Good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. Let's take a quick break and come on back on Byline.
Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. You're so ugly, you could be a modern art masterpiece. I'm 33% sure Rick Tittle is the father of my child, but I'm 100% sure Rick Tittle is a jackass. All righty, then. We still have a uh, another hour to go. Open lines all the way at 1-800-878-PLAY. By the way, <clears throat> if you're hearing any Deshaun Watson rumors, that's exactly what they are. That ship has sailed. 
He is property of the Houston Texans. If he plays in the NFL this year, it will be for them. It's too late to bring him in now. It would have happened. But that doesn't mean that you're not going to see some pretty interesting cuts this week because the preseason is now officially over. And one of the more uh, interesting ones today was that, the, according to Adam Schefter of ESPN, that the Lions have cut Rashad Perriman, their first-round pick, sending him back into free agency only months having uh, exited because he signed a one-year, $2.5 million deal. But uh, first of all, they guaranteed him two mil, which means they have to pay him the two mil, and that dead money will count against their cap. And it's not exactly like the Lions are overrun with talent on their wide receiver depth chart right now. I was talking to Dominic uh, during the break about the depth chart, and a lot of guys, you're like, who, who, who? It's like uh, Bob Smith, Tal Getchigo, Ding Dongason, and Jefferson Schnickelfritz. So uh, it's interesting, too, because in the preseason, he had one catch for six yards, and that's not too shocking if you think, well, he's a starter. They don't want to get his ribs blown up in the preseason. But for a 27-year-old guy who was a first-round pick of the Ravens uh, six years ago, and remember, he, you could say the Ravens cut him and then Washington gave him a chance and then Cleveland gave him a chance and then Tampa Bay gave him a chance, and then last year the Jets gave him a chance. So uh, I don't know what his deal is, but right now Jared Goff, you know, he's already gone to a team way worse than the one that drafted him number one overall in the Rams, and he probably wants everybody he can get that can actually catch a pass. But whatever it is with this guy um, who's bounced, he's a, just an, a complete journeyman now. As I said, he's only 27. Is that they're willing to eat two million dollars just to get him the hell out? So it's sort of like the the old joke that if you have uh, 25 boyfriends, maybe they're not crazy. Maybe it's you. Uh, maybe it is him. <laughs> it's not me. It's you. It's you. It's me. We have another hour together. So come on back. <laughs> 